0: Hey friends, in this episode I talk about the end of life for my dog. I don't want you to be surprised, just in case that's not the right content for you today. Hi, I'm Liz from Liz Gets Loaded. That's the money kind of loaded, but this is the show where I sit in my closet, drink wine, and talk about money and anxiety. I have both. Hello. Hello. Hi. Here's what I have for you. Are we almost at the end of November? We are. And I'm just doing my October recap. That's about par for the course. I've got my October recap. I almost wasn't even going to post an episode this week because it's Thanksgiving and I usually post on Monday, but I missed it. And I was like, maybe I'll just take the week off for the holiday. But then here I am. Here we are together. Here's what I've got for you. October was fine from a spending perspective, uh, less fine from a sort of overall stress and well-being perspective. Let's talk about it. So our total spending for October was about $9,600. As always, that does not include our mortgage. I don't include our mortgage in the total for a couple reasons. One, I just don't like to share what the numbers. And two, I just think it's a little bit easier to compare apples to apples when you look at just spending outside of that. As always, that number feels wildly high to me. And then I just look at everything and everything feels reasonable. And then I just can't believe that it adds up to almost $10,000, not even including a place to live. But that is where we are. Our savings rate for October was right around 40%, which I was surprised about. It felt like a spending month, a huge piece of that $2,400 was spending on pets. And so if we hadn't had that, then our total would have been 7,200, which still seems high, but our savings rate would have been actually getting closer to 50%. So in any case, how on earth did two people manage to spend almost $10,000, not even including a place to live in October? I'm so glad you asked. I would love to tell you. Pets were the biggest category for the month. We spent $2,400 $2400 and $1000 of that was a vet bill. So we kind of had some like leftover vet bills from the hospitalization situation from September. Our dog had to get a a cardiac scan which is like $600 and then I don't know, I don't remember what the rest was. So $1000 of that was vet bills. $47 of that was pet food which I'm only laughing because we're so stocked on pet food. It's ridiculous. We just have a ton in the basement. We are very stocked up. However, if um, you follow me on Instagram, and I think I mentioned on the podcast too, our our dog passed away about two weeks ago. And very long story short, yeah, he, he was 17. So we knew that his... Last day was on the horizon somewhere, but didn't realize it was quite that close. He ended up catching kennel cough when we boarded him to go out of town. Ironically, we only boarded him because he is so old. that We wanted to make sure that we were taking really good care of his health, so we boarded him because we didn't feel comfortable leaving him with like a dog sitter or with friends and kind of wanted him to be around professionals and have a vet available if needed. So, but there is this wild strain of kennel cough going around. So even dogs who are vaccinated can catch this kennel cough. He ended up getting pneumonia, spending a couple nights in a little dog hospital intensive care, which I didn't even know was a thing and then never really fully recovered from that. And so we made the horrible and heartbreaking decision to schedule his last day. It was November 3rd. And so $47 for dog food is literally money that I spent for some of his last meals. So going out and buying chicken, we don't, uh, neither of us eat meat very often, so we don't keep it in the house. So going out and buying chicken and buying like special cheese and buying anyways, all the things. So that is what that was for. $120 was similar on pet supplies. So a new bed, some new blank, just some sort of like retail therapy of maybe this will feel less awful if I buy some new things for my dog. And I was going to say it didn't work, but I don't know. It just made me feel again, like spending this money on the last meals and last little stuffies to have made me I think it brought me some level of comfort. So I'm not, I'm not going to say I regret those purchases. I think that they were what, maybe not what he needed, but maybe what I needed in the moment. So, and then his actual departure was $450. We have been seeing the same vet for a very long time, more than a decade. And I knew that he did at home pet euthanasia. So that's always, you know, that's been the plan for years and years and years. We always knew when the time came. And I fully recommend that if that's ever something that you have to choose. I wasn't sure how I would feel about that happening in my home. And I thought maybe I would prefer to have that really hard and unpleasant moment happen outside of my house. But Doing it at home was like for sure the way to go. It was, you know, not having to put a dog who didn't want to be in the car in the car, having our vet who we know come to the house. And I think there are services of people who do this, even if your vet doesn't. And it was like really nice. Uh, He was on his favorite bed. Like the sun was streaming in. We kind of told some nice stories. Our vet was very patient and let us like kind of talk about when we first brought him home. And it was as good as it could be like obviously it was awful but it was as smooth and peaceful and lovely and cozy and as good as anyone anyone's exit from this earth could be i mean we should all be so lucky if i get to that point in my life i would hope that someone would lay me down on my favorite bed and tell some nice stories about me and give me a sedative and and give me a really lovely send off so in any case, that was $450. Money extremely well spent. And then that doesn't add up to 2400 Whatever the rest was, was medication. Um, he was on quite a lot of medication right at the end. So was that. So pet stuff was a big chunk. It was almost a quarter of everything that we spend money on. In October, the next biggest chunk and always the most interesting was food, eating and drinking. We spent an insane amount of money on groceries. It was $1,126. I don't mean to say it's insane. Maybe you spend more than that. And if you do, it's completely fine. For two adults, that feels like a lot. And it was completely that right at the end of the month, we spent $378 in groceries at Costco. And if it weren't for that trip, it would have been a pretty normal month. I know a lot of people have different relationships to money. There's a lot of emotions tied to money and grocery shopping is absolutely like an emotional thing for me. And so if I am stressed If I am upset, if I am anything, anything that looks good goes into the cart. And that's just the way it is. I'm not even trying to change that necessarily because I think it's fine. It's not causing issues in my life, so I'm not trying to change it. But it's something that I definitely know about. And it's like a control thing, right? Like I can't control... How stressful my job is. I can't control how sick my dog or family members or friends are. I can't control a lot of things, but I can control what I put in my grocery cart. So groceries were high alcohol was high compared to lately. It's been so much lower lately. I've been cutting back and I was like, how did I get to $160 on alcohol? That seems bananas. But then I looked at it and it really wasn't. So it was $160 on alcohol. $112 of that was I bought Z-Biotics. Have you heard of this? It's, if I remember, I'll put a link in the show notes. It's like, um, probiotic drink that you take before drinking. And it's supposed to keep you from getting hangover. And I have been cutting back on drinking. And so I had like one night where I had two or three drinks and I was, I had such a headache the next day. I was like, Oh, I'm really losing my ability (laughs) to enjoy a couple glasses of wine. And so I wanted to try it. And I think it works. I'm not sure. I feel like I so rarely drink enough to really test this effectively, but anyways, I bought them and they are expensive, but I think they work pretty sure that they help. So in any case, that was $112. The rest was, we went to a show and I had a glass of wine while we were at the show. That was 10 bucks. Uh, one of us went to meet a friend at a brewery. That was $7. That wasn't, I, don't, I think that was actually not even alcoholic. I think that was like a kombucha, but I just put it in the alcohol category because it was at a brewery. And then we went to these cooking classes that were really fun. And I ordered two glasses of wine while we were there and it was $31, which is bananas, but that's what it is. Okay, groceries was 1100 Alcohol was 160 Takeout was 90 That's not too bananas for us. When I have to commute to my office in the morning, it's like a 45-minute commute, and I often reward myself with an Egg McMuffin at the drive-thru. So I did that four times last month. It's so like we got lunch at Whole Foods one, two, three, four times. Went out for ice cream a couple times. Ooh, slice of pizza from Costco. I think that's about it. Restaurants was pretty low for us. It was only $67. And we went out to a wings place that offers vegetarian wings. Someone asked me, they were like, wait, you said you're a vegetarian, but you said you got burgers and wings. And I just forget. I Sometimes I forget that that's like getting burgers and wings is so normal and it's so common to have a vegetarian option. I just don't even think of it as vegetarian wings. I'm like, yeah, we went for wings. So we went to a place for wings <laughs> Uh, Before, after going to a show, and then we went out for breakfast one day. So $67 is pretty low for us. And then coffee shops was $43. And it looks like it was only two visits. We went to two coffee shops. And wow, I'm just looking at this one. Okay, went to a local coffee shop. You know, the kind of coffee shop that looks like it should be on Instagram, like that kind of place. I did not know how much this was. I don't think I paid. So we got two coffees and two donuts, and it was $27. I mean, I'm sure there was a tip included in that. And they weren't just regular coffees. I think we both got lattes, but wow, that is bananas. Anyways, so food was 11. No, food was 1489 total, 11 something on groceries, 160 something on alcohol, 90 on takeout, 67 on restaurants, and 43 on coffee shops. So a little higher than usual, but that's what it was. That's what it was. Okay, so those are the two biggest pets and food. Our giving budget was a little higher this month. Usually I just kind of take our annual goal and divide it by 12 and mostly make a donation to my favorite charity each month or, but sometimes when people, like if someone I know is raising money for something. Then I'll give to that. So a good friend of mine was raising money for a diabetes-related cause this month. So we gave a hundred dollars there. Filled up our local little free pantry. So spent about a hundred dollars on stuff at Costco and then filled that up. And then we went to a charity event and. Those paddle raises, do you know what I'm talking about? You know, when you go to a big charity ball and they play the video and they give a speech and then they're like, who wants to support at this dollar amount? And they tell you what you'd pay for. They always, those always get me. Those always get me. Okay. There's not too much else exciting that happened. I will say, I kept looking at the budget and being like, wait, why is... Like home spending so high. So our house cleaning was higher than usual. Usually we do it twice in a month, and it's four forty. This was just the month that it happened. That they came three times. It was like a three paycheck month for the people who clean our house, and so it ended up being six sixty instead of four forty. And then house supplies was a little high. I'll be totally honest with you. It's stuff like toothpaste, toilet paper, that kind of thing. I really do not pay attention to this, and then I look at the transaction, and and it's like Target, Amazon, Costco, and I don't remember. So I don't know. But then on home furnishings, I was like wait, what did I spend $400 on? And then I remembered I bought that chair. I posted about it on Instagram. I think it's marketed as the ADHD chair, but it's a chair and has this little swivelly piece at the bottom. And that was $400 and I got it and I like it. I want to do a full review because I think there's like pros and cons and it's, I like it, I'm definitely going to keep it. But I think it's the kind of thing you got to know what you're getting into. So I want to do a full review and I just have not gotten around to it yet. What else? What else? Our utilities were high. Like our electric bill was high. Our water bill was high. We bought that fancy chair. We bought, oh, we bought a fancy keyboard. Has like the little keys that you can swap out with different colors and stuff like a keyboard for a computer, not a, not a piano keyboard. I always just do one category for driving because I don't like to break out gas and parking and tolls and whatnot. And that was $480 this month. That doesn't even include a car payment. That was $1,000. No, our car payment isn't actually $1,000. I pay extra to pay it off. I mean, it's it's actually close to that. It's like nine something, but I'm trying to pay the car off this year that we bought in April. But on driving, the tolls are really adding up. I'm so lazy about just getting in the toll lane. I don't even look at Google Maps to see if it's busy or anything. I'm like, I'm just going to get in the toll lane. But it really adds up. We're spending so much money on tolls. And I've been going to this gym I like, more and you have to pay to park there. And it's not a big deal. It's like one to $3. I think usually every time I go, but it's just one of those things. It's kind of bugging me. It's kind of a lot. What else? I bought a little mat for our house for $20, like a little Christmas mat. Really liked that. I think that's everything that's interesting. All this stuff is just the same every month. I spend $26 on brownies, which are little stickers that you put on your forehead to keep yourself from getting wrinkles. And I don't like those. I'm curious. Okay. Here's like the most interesting thing. I've been using, you need a budget, the software tool. You need a budget since. See, I'm in it right now. Let's see if it'll tell me. I don't know. I can't see in here how long it's been a while. It's been over a year. And I have to, I have to tell you, I've been having such FOMO seeing everyone online talk about how mint is going away or at least having a lot of features taken away. Mint being the popular free budgeting tool from Intuit. And I used Mint for so long. I think I started using it in 2008 and switched away, like I mentioned, maybe a year and a half ago, because I always liked Mint. I thought Mint was great. And the only reason I stopped using it was because it just refused to sync with my main checking account. And Mint would have syncing issues all the time. You just have to re-enter your credentials. And I never minded that, but it just stopped. Like even when I re-entered my credentials, it just would never go. And it was a long time and it was just getting messy and I was missing transactions. And so it wasn't good. So I switched over to you need a budget. And I tried a bunch of things at the time. I did an episode about it. I've re-ran that episode a week or two ago when Mint made their announcement in case it was helpful for anyone else. And it was interesting to listen back to it because I was talking about Monarch Money. And in that episode, I was like, I'm not even going to review it separately from Mint because it's basically the same thing as Mint, but you have to pay for it. So why would anyone choose that? But I revisited it because so many people have been talking about it. And I spent Sunday afternoon when I should have been doing my podcast episode. (laughs) That's when I usually do it. And instead, I... Set up a free trial of Monarch Money again. And I was like, wait, do I really like this? Do I love this? Am I going to switch budgeting tools again? That seems so silly. I never loved You Need a Budget. I like it a lot. And I talked about it in the episode, but the thing I like about it the most is how it handles new transactions that are coming in. And then it puts them in kind of an inbox for you, and then you approve them, and how it handles if you manually enter a transaction and then that transaction comes in automatically through the software, through like the syncing process. So if I go out and spend money on my credit card and then immediately I punch it into, you need a budget. And then, you know, the next day it syncs with my credit card. It'll say, Oh, these two look the same. Are these the same? And I really, really like, that's like my favorite part of it. And so I was listening to inside out money and Maggie was talking about how you can set transactions to need to be reviewed, which is similar to the way that you need a budget kind of puts them into an inbox for you. And I was like, oh, if it does that, that's kind of my favorite thing. So anyways, I'll more to come, but I spent a little bit of time setting it up. It's not always set up, but I added most of my accounts and I was like, this is so nice. I, I don't think I realized how much I missed just the view of being able to see like, okay, here's how much money you made this month and here's how much you spent this month. And that seems really basic and you need a budget can show you that, but you kind of have to go into it to get to the report. And that's just not how they manage it. You need a budget has this whole philosophy where like you don't budget based on the month you just based on you budget based on the cash that you have. And I think it, it clearly works well for a lot of people because people who love you need a budget, like love you need a budget. They love it so much. I like it a lot. I've always been like, Hmm, I don't like love it because I like to budget by the month. And here's the thing. I, I, I get not doing it that way. Like I get looking at your budget and saying, okay, just plan with the money that you already have right now in your checking account and don't plan on the paycheck that you're going to get next week because like, what if it doesn't come? But listen, I have been working, I mean, since I was like 15 (laughs) and I've been able to pretty predictably plan my income since then. Like there's never been a month where I'm like, oh, I thought I was going to get paid and I didn't get paid. So I feel very comfortable just planning like, okay, it's the first of November and I know I'm going to get these two paychecks this month. So I'm going to go ahead and plan with that money because I know that they're coming and I don't know, it's all the same thing, like to each her own. I feel like there's this whole idea of you need a budget it, like helps you plan for the future versus Mint or Monarch, like looks at what happens in the past. And I just, I think it's just your own lens and how you think about it. And so, okay, I'm just kind of rambling now, but I, I was excited to tell you that because I was like, whoa, am I changing budgeting tools again? This is major breaking news in my, in my home. So I will report back. I'm probably going to use both for at least a month and go from there. But I retried Monarch Money and I was like, oh, I actually, maybe I love this. I'll say one other thing. Okay. And then I'm really going to go because I've been talking to for too long. Whenever I look and you need a budget because I've assigned all of my money to a job because I've been like, okay, well, every dollar I have, I'm going to like assign it to this category. I'm going to assign it to something next month, or I'm going to put it in this emergency category or whatever it is. And I do like to leave a little bit of extra money in the sort of like not yet assigned bucket, but it makes me feel broke. And then when I was using mint or excuse me, Monarch, which is the same thing as mint basically, I was like, oh, this this makes me feel like I have money. <laughs> and I actually, when it comes down to it, I think that most of us fall into one category or another. Either we have a scarcity mindset to a fault where we worry about money all the time, probably more than we need to, or we don't worry about money. Like, and we probably should be worrying about it a little bit more. Like we go out and spend money. Maybe we don't have, like, we're not mindful of our habits, et cetera, et cetera. Like I, I obviously it's more complicated than that. There's billions of humans on the planet. We all have our own experiences. But I would say, in general, a lot of us either need to work on feeling more broke or need to work on cultivating more of a feeling of abundance. And it feels like these two tools kind of do the opposite thing. And I would prefer to feel like I have money. <laughs> and also, like, I do have money. So, Anyways. Okay. That's I'll, 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 I'll report back if I end up making the full change, but that's, what's going on with me. October was fine. Like it is, it was what it was. And I will tell you, (laughs) obviously it was a stressful month. I technically, uh, I prepaid for my dog's departure from this earth and technically I paid it on the first and I went into, you need a budget and I changed it to October 31st because when it came up on my spending report, I wanted it to like be in October, talk about it and then kind of be done with it and move on. So November is shaping up to be just fine. I think sort of normal, lots of eating out this month, which I'm feeling happy about. And also I had a very, another like emotional (laughs) grocery shopping trip. The other day that I guess I'll talk about in the November recap, but it was a stressful week. And then on the way into the grocery store, there was a very sweet dog who reminded me very much of my recently departed pup and it made me feel emotional and all the things went into the cart. So that's how it's going around here these days. I hope your October was great. November, knock on wood, the stock market has been stock marketing and I hope all of our net worths are up, up, up when it comes to November 30th. Of course, there's no way to know that now, but fingers crossed. All right my friends i hope you have a wonderful week if you have any thoughts at all if you are also an emotional grocery spender you want to tell me anything else you can find me on instagram most days at list gets loaded you could leave a review share this podcast with a friend oh and i did sort of soft archive a lot of previous episodes about half the episodes are now behind a uh, subscription on spotify so if you want to go back and listen to the old episodes think it's like five dollars and of course it was five dollars a month but like obviously you would just pay five dollars and then listen to all the old episodes and then cancel that is a thing that makes sense so that is there for you in case you in case that's something you would enjoy all right talk to you later bye